This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. J.J. Abrams' Star Trek sequel gets a brand new name, Cloud Atlas gets a brand new trailer from Toronto, and G4 is getting a brand new name on the very old Geekscape. Um, hey guys, welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. My buddy Alex Katz is uh, my, my co-host today. Alex hey Katz. Why did I did you notice how I said that name? Alex Katz. Uh, Alex from Flixist. He's the uh, editor-in-chief over there. I'm, I'm, I'm the managing editor. Managing editor? Who's the editor-in-chief? Matt Razak. Let's kill that guy. Yeah. Is he, good. I mean, does he, what does he do? Oh, he's, he, I mean, he's the editor-in-chief. He's, does he do anything? He does, he does lots. He's, okay. He, I mean, hell, he launched the whole enterprise. All right, stay of execution, Matt. Yeah, you're not dead yet. You live. Because if it's Geekscape, the editor-in-chief doesn't do shit. That would be me. Hey, high five. <laughs> high five. All right. Um, yeah, uh, you're the managing editor over at Flixist, and that's Flixist.com. And Alex and I became friends because we started doing these... Uh, these tug screenings. Are you breathing into the mic? What, what is that? Here, sit, sit forward. Let me see. Right. I'm, I'm getting breathing. Oh, no, I, I think you're good, dear. I think you're good. Okay. Um, we started doing these tug screenings. We did a tug screen for the FP. Mm. And I just like you because I like the Destructoid guys. I like the Destructoid LA folks. Yeah, yeah I'm um, kind of very much in with all that. And I, I just like, people. you guys are like my LA video game family. Except for the Street Pass crew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, get, they get intense, don't they, the Street Pass They kids. do. I don't understand why those people are so into themselves. It's, into themselves. I mean, into street pass. Into the street pass. It's. Yeah. Do you have a 3DS? No, I do not. Well, then there you go. I just can't. I can't. Your understand. wife has a 3DS. She does. She I've does, street yeah. passed with her a few times. You street passed her more than a few times. <laughs> so, um, so that I mean, that's really it. Is uh, is like when it comes to video games. Like we do video games. The thing with Geekscape is like locally in LA. People are always like, hey, can you promote my local L.A. project? Even with things like the Geekscape Presents comedy show in Burbank every month, it's tough to get somebody to come to an L.A. event, it seems like, because our audience is glo- like, you know, mm-hmm. international and, and stuff like that, or, or across the country or in Canada, et cetera. And so getting like an L.A.-focused event, I, I don't think we've gotten to that critical mass yet where we can be like, all right, well, we're going to put a ton of people together. So when it came to the FP thing, that and the fact that I don't like doing shit by myself. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I get, like, I'm not a loner. I have that problem, too. I tried to run one of those screenings by myself, and it was just, it was a failure. I mean, it, it helps that I, I was running it for PAX East, also trying to do it for the FP, figuring I'd get lots of details. Oh, I people. remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a dumbass, and I scheduled it on Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so it, it crashed. Yeah, it crashed and burned. Um, and then we we did the FP here in mm. LA and it worked. Yeah, barely. Yeah, we barely got. That well, l- let me tell you, the, the Geekscape kids came true. They came did? through, and it wasn't kids in LA. It was it was like Andy Breeding in in in. I think he's like in Baltimore, or Maryland. Yeah, you told me people bought like ten ten in Delaware. 10 like each. I think Andy bought a couple of tickets. We got some people in Orange County who were like, oh, I can't make it, but I'll, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got it to to be greenlit. And every 
And then I gave those passes that those people bought to like my film students and stuff like that, and they came out. I'm the film teacher who doesn't show you Citizen Kane. I show you like the FP. Yeah, but well, that's fuck yeah. You can learn a fuck lot more from the FP than Citizen Kane. Well, the Kane. FP, like you can go out and shoot the FP. Yeah, if you're, so, if yeah. you're talented. Random ass. Let me dudes. get this a little closer to your mouth. Uh, you're, you're you're doing great, dude. You, I totally got my dogs to put dog hair all over you. I'm so sorry about that. I'm I've, I'm already covered in my yeah. dog's hair, so this is awesome. So uh, the FP is great, and now we're doing this new screening for Sinister. Mm-hmm. And it sold out. Yeah, it sold out. I did not expect it to sell out that fast. Remember, I was panicking. Yeah, you were like, oh, I just, I don't know what we're going to do because these are like. The producer and director are coming to our LA screening of Sinister. It's two weeks before the movie comes out. And I was like. How the fuck are we going to sell this out? I don't want the producer and director to show up and we're fucking, it's like an empty house. Yeah. We sold it out. Yeah, we did. We sold it out like two weeks ago. And hope, yeah, we sold it out, what was it, on Friday? I don't know. Fuck it, yeah. And we're going to hopefully get a bigger house. Get yeah, so if you guys it. didn't get Sinister, like I always talk about how we can't do anything locally in L.A. And then all of a sudden, with, as friends, with Flixist. We just did this thing. Yeah, we yeah. Voltron this bitch. We joined forces, and there we go. I don't know why I made tra- yeah, transform- <laughs> That was a Transformers sound. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, as long as you didn't do GoBots or, or Rock Lords, I think. Yeah, you have their own sound? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, like- I think the sound is the sound of a toy going into the trash bin. <laughs> 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 so so uh, we, we teamed up. We sold this thing out. And uh, if, you, if you guys didn't get your tickets to the L.A. Sinister screening with the producer and writer, or producer and director, we are trying to see if the venue will give us a bigger screen. Yep, there's still hope. There's we'll still see. hope that you can sit there. Otherwise, dude, I didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy a ticket. I fucking did my homework. You bought a ticket. Yeah, I bought two tickets. Yeah, one for you and, and one, one for, for one for my wife, Jenica. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like I I didn't buy a ticket, so shit. I'm sitting in the aisles at our own screening. <laughs> Just like sit on. You can sit on my lap. Done. But I did that at the FP, and we didn't sell that one out. Uh-huh. Um, so Flixist, you guys basically do movies? Yeah, that? it's pretty much entirely movies. But you love comics, you love video games. Love comic books, love video games. I mean, hell, everybody on Flixist got the job from a posting on Destructoid. So, mm-hmm. of course, we all love video games. Yeah, and, um, and what, what, what should people be playing? What should people be playing yeah, right what now? What would you say, like, like, like right now, going into like, Christmas season, what's um, the stuff that like, you're like, I'm going to save my money for that? Well, I'm definitely playing Borderlands 2. Like, yeah. I just, I sold a stack of my games just so I can make sure I get Borderlands 2, the Adventure Time game um, on 3DS, because I'm a you know, massive... You're going to fucking borrow your 3D now? You want a 3DS now? <laughs> Goddamn right You're not I talking do. shit about the Street Passes now. Yeah, but I... I it's Alex a, and I are both, group, like, members of the Street Pass LA group. Well, you and, are. And, well, I think, I've, I don't know, I've told you guys on Geekscape about this, but, yeah, I'm part of an LA Street Pass group. It's, a, it's a more of, like, a gang and we get together and we street pass. We like race Mario Kart. We fucking um, fight and kid Icarus. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. My wife goes to that too. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Yeah. It was like a it's like a bathhouse but with three DS owners. Yeah. Um, and in you're gonna play that Adventure Time game. Oh hell yeah. Uh, Wii U. Um, I'm I'm still kind of the jury's still out on it for me. I mean, it's Nintendo, so there's gonna be stuff on that that I'm gonna want to play that I can't play anywhere else. Like I, I'm gonna eventually probably get one because i'm gonna want to play whatever the next zelda is because there's right. gonna be a zelda and i want to play another metroid game that'll hopefully be a little bit different from the last bunch Part than prime yeah better yeah more, yeah different than prime like i loved prime I didn't but really by the time you it, but, but i liked the first one the second one i was like you're trying to do some weird stuff and then the third one i really liked a lot because mm-hmm. it was the first one on the wii yeah Zelda, I actually like Twilight Princess more than I like the Skyward Sword. I have the same thing. Such yeah, a fast quest. Like, I really tried with Skyward Sword, and I really liked a lot of the ideas in it, but I just, it didn't grab me the way Twilight Princess. Did you beat it? 
Yeah, I did. Final Battle is one of the best battles. Absolutely. But you had to go through a damn fetch quest of a game to get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing New Super Mario Bros. 2. I get, yeah. I, I Loving think, it. I'll, I'll play that eventually. Loving it. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of gaming in like 15-minute increments. You know what I mean? With like everything going on. That's, yeah, that, that's my problem. I've just been doing that, so I've just been playing shit on my Nexus 7. Like when I've got an extra 10 minutes. Like I've been playing Horn on that, and that's what really is that? cool. It's... Um, it's a third-person action-adventure kind of game, a little bit like Zelda, a little bit, um, a little bit like Infinity Blade, and it's just—it's nothing special, but it looks nice, and I can play it in ten-minute increments. And what, what about this uh, Marvel game that came out? Oh yeah, Marvel what? Avengers Initiative. Yeah, yeah. I it looks it's infi- from what I hear it's Infinity Blade, but painted with the Hulk. Yeah, and well, the Hulk is just like the first chapter, I think. I yeah, think it's they're going to release chapters. a bunch of them. It's like six ninety nine. Our writer Derek uh, said that he gave it like a three out of five. He mm-hmm. said for six ninety nine, it's worth a buy, but like yeah. any, like if it's ten dollars, no. What I, about, I like, really the like thirty dollar the... Final Fantasy game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm iOS definitely going to spend thirty dollars on a fucking mobile game. <laughs> right, but this one six ninety nine is worth going. Yeah, and from what I understand, like they're going to release more episodes, and those are all going to be free if you bought it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you were just buying additional stuff. Yeah, like that's why that's why I'm really into. It. Like if it was just you know you're going to pay six ninety nine every three months, then I would buy this one, see if it's good or not, and then maybe buy like I don't know. The but six ninety nine is like the, that's the rate. Yeah, that's it. You six ninety nine. They're going to update updated more stuff for free. Oh, which, yeah, I can't. Yeah, you can't go wrong for that. Uh, it's not after Nexus Sevens yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to jump on that when it comes out. That sounds cool. We have a review up on the site, guys, if you always want to check it out, geekscape.net. Um, we got tons of news, too. Like uh, We've been hitting the news like crazy. Uh, Star Trek. They have a name for the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Into the Darkness. Well, it, it's, it's not Star Trek Into Darkness with a colon. It's Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. There's no colon, no, no dash, no nothing. It's just Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think... Final name? Final name? I, I'll, I'll be interested to see if it is the final name, if they're going to wind up throwing in a colon or a dash or even just a two in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's going to be Star Trek Into the Darkness. Oh, get the fuck out Yeah. <laughs> that it, that's Fast a, and the Furious, that That's shit. a Flixist initiative. That's a Flixist original. JJ, if you're that, out that is... there, I've got lots more ideas, like Star Trek 3 Titty Hooker. The Star Trek, uh, the Threat of Khan. Ah, it's like it's the Threat of Khan, but there's yeah. three Khans. Well, four is easy. Star Trek for all mankind. Oh, well, I was going to say Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, something like that. All right, <laughs> you got that name change. Um, Star Trek Fast Five. I'm looking forward to Star Trek, of course, too. Yeah. I, I love the first uh, one. Yeah, the first one's great. I'm... It actually got me into old Star Trek. I had that, too. Like, I was kind of into Star Trek. You know, my mom was a big Trekkie. Massive really? Trekkie. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I've seen all the previous Star Trek movies, and I pretty much just like Wrath of Khan and Generations. Uh-huh. Which I know, you know, Wrath of Khan, everyone likes, Gener- everyone likes that one, but Generations, from what I understand, isn't as, like, well-loved, but I don't care. I love it. It's got right. Malcolm McDowell. It's got Malcolm McDowell and Whoopi Goldberg. There are, I don't think there's another movie in existence where you can see Malcolm McDowell and Whoopi Goldberg share the screen. Admiral Tolwyn from the fucking Wing Commander games. Wait, Malcolm McDowell. Boom. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm. I, I I keep waiting for this to jumpstart a new Star Trek movie or a new Star Trek TV series. Right. And I'm really sad that's not happening because I would watch the hell out of that. Well, I mean, the Avengers might be jumpstarting this Shield thing over on ABC. Yeah, yeah, and Joss Whedon having any kind of connection to a TV show makes my dick hard. 
<laughs> what is it with weed nights? Are they, are they? Are they just? I mean, do you think they're pathetic? I like I, like the guy who stands up uh, like the Firefly panel and is like, "When are you guys going to bring your Firefly back?" Is that is that the most pathetic person at Comic Con? I wouldn't say that the most pathetic person at Comic Con because Lord knows you can get worse than that. Yeah, the person who can't cross the street to get back with Twihearts. Yeah, that guy. Who's um, a girl? Oh, right. She died. Yeah. Moment of silence. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think she's... I mean, you know, I'm just being an asshole at this point. I'm, yeah. Apologies are all around. Um, we're all fans of things. We're all fans all of things. Right. Um, why is there this sadness, though, with, like, Whedon fans? Do you feel that? That they're just, like, in denial about a lot of stuff? Well, I feel like Whedon fans have been, have been pretty shit on, just in general. There like, you go. You know, Firefly happened. It, you know, everything that happened with Firefly right. happened. If you were into Dollhouse, same, same sort of thing happened. It did have a happier ending because they actually got to finish telling a story rather than just getting the rug pulled out from under them. Sure. Uh, Buffy had a lot of problems. You know, it had to jump networks, and he got less involved with it as he went on. Um, they've got the problem of Angel just sucking right. horribly. I haven't finished Angel. I'm still in the second season of it. But, you know, I, Whedon fans have had to deal with a lot of heartbreak, and I feel like... So they may be the strongest among us. It's in a way they're the Spider Man of they're the Spider Man of, of of geek fans. They're the ones who have like the hardest time. They can't catch a break, but they still keep getting up and keep fighting. Yeah, like I still think at a certain point, people need to be realistic and let go let go of Firefly. Like Firefly, you got twelve episodes, twelve or thirteen episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you know, every one of them's great. And then you guys got a movie out of it. Like, that's so fucking cool, even though it... And it's so rare. Yeah, like, even though the movie bombed and meant Firefly's probably never going to come back. So you guys really showed what you were worth. I saw it in the theaters. Where the fuck were you? I saw it in theaters before I saw, Fi- like, Firefly. I saw Serenity just because I had nothing better to do one day. You're fucking hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was, like, it was awkward because I, I was watching that and like, oh, I should probably give a shit that, Wash, that that guy Wash died. Also, I don't get who that, why we're caring so much about random black priest dude. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because he wasn't that involved in the movie. I yeah, guess. He, was, he, was, he was in one scene, and then he died. Um, speaking of slow deaths, G4 is getting a rebrand in 2013. I don't know why they're not just... Ending it? Yeah, just cutting and running from it. It's, I, I mean, mean, I don't know how popular it is. I mean, it anymore. sounds like, like like over the last couple of years, you guys can correct me, but I don't watch G4, they've been slowly turning it into, like, Spike TV. Yeah, like that's that's my problem. Like, there's I don't think there's much video game programming at all on it. Like major, really like intensive video game programming. Like back in the day, right? I mean, I still remember that when it was tech TV and it was of course. just awkward, but still like you know you still got the sense that it was made being made by nerdy people that really gave a shit. It was informative, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but now it's just you you, you nailed it right there. It's Spike TV with a slight more emphasis on video gaming. And, and that's very, it's becoming very slight. Yeah. And I'm, I actually, I fully expected something like this to happen when, what was it, la- whenever, l- late last year, when both Kevin Pereira and, um, uh, what's his name from, Net- from X-Play. Um, I don't watch that stuff. I watch Cops. And, yeah. uh, and every now and then Cops watch, and Cheaters. I watch Cheaters. Dude, yeah. Cheaters are shit. You should need to listen to Geekscape. Go back, hey, Geekscapers, go back into the, the Geekscape, uh, you know, archives and get the one where I did a one-hour Geekscape with Joey Greco himself. <laughs> Bet you didn't know that, Mr. Katz. I did not know that. Geekscape doesn't fuck around, homie. I know. One hour, Joey Greco, Geekscape. I went to his home. We talked. Legit. Did you discover that he was, in fact, cheating on his wife? Uh, doesn't have a wife. Oh. Well, then he... He can do whatever the fuck he yeah, wants. Yeah, he can 
We made out. Um, I was the cheater that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> he pointed a camera at us. Uh, yeah, well, what should they call it? What should they call it? What should they call what it? What should they rebrand G4 as? Uh, like, I don't... I, like, they kind of have to keep the G4 name because the no, name itself is they still don't. kind of... You, th- you don't think so? I, th- I think, like, the name is such a thing now. Like, you, said they, just... you said pull the rug out from under it. Yeah. I Why mean, not it... just start fresh, wipe the slate clean? How is that not a name change? That's true. That's that is true. If they're gonna, if your advice is for them to do it anyway, at least they have the infrastructure of a of a of a, of a cable network still in place. Mm-hmm. I just, what do you call it? My biggest thing is not necessarily about what do you call it. It's just why does it need to exist? Here's my suggestion: they want to make G four more for like the GQ crowd, mm-hmm. more of like a manly thing, right? Which is ludicrous. They want to give it some more of the testosterone that G four lacked. At the same time, they want to make it like Spike. I would say you could. There's actually an advantage commercially in making a name that is similar to Spike, and maybe tricking some of the Spike audience into watching what used to be G4. My name. I'm going to unveil it right now. Are you ready for it? I'm listening. Spunk. <laughs> it's got all the testosterone you need. It's called Spunk TV. I just. I, w- I want them to name the network. Fuck you. Watch it. Spunk. You're watching Jizz TV. Spunk. Get some spunk in your eye. <laughs> what are you watching? Watch it spunk. <laughs> it's like, you, you know, you can still watch cheaters, just make some stuff a little bit more porno, make some stuff a little bit more dudes lifting weights. <laughs> spunk. Um, I say spunk is the new name. I'm calling it spunk from now on. That works for me. Yeah. I just, it, it, it just, it's a sort of thing, it doesn't seem like it has much of a reason to exist in this day and age when you don't need to go for, like, gaming news anywhere but the internet. Right. And all, like, sort of the extra manly stuff you're already getting somewhere else. I don't want to say better, but at least it's kind more of... honest? Or, I, don't, I don't even know what well, to honest, honest. I like, mean, I try and be more sincere here on Geekscape. Mm-hmm. Do you think the sincerity... Do you think the, I mean, the internet obviously killed G4. Yeah. I th- yeah, the internet... The people listening like, to this are the people who can only blame themselves. Yeah. We did it. We did it, guys. <laughs> we did it. We also killed comic books. We also killed music. Yes! We killed everything. Yeah. <laughs> Desolation. We killed the music industry. We're going to kill film. We're going to kill everything. <laughs> We're not going to be happy until everything is burning the fuck down. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of burning down, you like my segues? <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman is getting a second chance at Warner Brothers, but for the CW. They're doing a Wonder Woman's origin Smallville-type take. On Wonder Woman. Why will this not work? Why will it work? I'm so torn because I want nothing more than Wonder Woman to get what she deserves. To get something in like sort of the larger pop culture Why? thing. Because there's... How many, how many other female superheroes are actually in the public eye? There you go. I mean, at least Wonder Woman... Wonder, Wonder Woman has name. Wonder yeah. Woman is it. Yeah, Wonder Woman's got name recognition. Wonder Woman is the thing that everybody knows. Right. You know, they, you know, they might say, oh yeah, there's a Batgirl, probably. Because, of course, there's a Batgirl. Um, but, yeah, Wonder Woman is the female superhero. No one gives a shit about Spider-Woman. No one gives a shit about Miss Marvel. Nobody even cares about Black Widow, and she was in the Avengers. Yeah. And, I mean, we're all, I think we were all a little bit surprised th- that she wasn't as terrible in the Avengers as she was in I- Iron Man 2, but no one gives a shit. Right. I- Iron Man 2, I mean, the parts weren't the problem. The collection was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, like, like, the way that the parts were forced together was the problem with Iron Man 2. The way that, well, and the Black way that Widow that, sucked. Well, Black Widow, that was just, that's not how you intro her. Yeah, it, you know was, what I mean? it was a bad idea. The Avengers is how you intro her. I feel like they should have just, I feel like they should have But having to walk her. around like a donut shop and being like, the perimeter is secure, I'm like, it's a fucking donut shop. 
Remember how silly that line was, was in, in, in Iron Man 2 when she goes, Perimeter secure, and it's a donut shop. It's what? a donut shop, and you were dressed in a cat suit. Why are you dressed in a cat suit if you're trying to keep everything low-key in a donut shop? Why aren't you dressed normally? <laughs> I went to see that movie at a midnight showing the first week I moved to L.A., I got shitty seats, so there's a giant black bar in the middle of my field of view. Oh, no. so I'm doing the entire thing, you know, doing the shuffle, yeah. like, trying to see around it. And it was just the worst experience of my life. And I figured, okay, maybe this movie isn't so bad, and I just had a shitty time with it. Saw it on Netflix when it came out on Netflix, and not a shitty movie. I mean, Iron Man 2, still better than, like, some bad superhero movies, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, it's hands down better than, like, all the Fantastic Four. But just forcing... Like the Avengers setup into that movie just really buckled it. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping they don't do that next time. <laughs> like it's it sounds from everything that's sort of leaking out, sounds like Iron Man three is going to be a lot more of a self-contained thing. We ran a news story. Let me know if you ran it on Flixis as well. That Doctor Strange may be in, like introduced in Thor: The Dark World. We did World. run that. Yeah. What do you? I mean, what's the story there? I didn't even read this news. I just saw that it was on Geek's Heat's front page. Well, the idea that they're going for it is, or the the rumor is that he's going to be working with Natalie Portman's character as, you know, like a scientist, professor guy, sort of like um, uh, Stellan Sarsgaard and Thor. Who also has a hand in, beyond, like, like, the, like, worlds beyond Earth. Yeah, like I mean... A bit of, it, like, the meta... meta yeah, the, the, I mean, they've kind of got this... They're sort of establishing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they've got the magic... You know, that the magic in the world yeah. of Thor, it's science so advanced that it seems like magic. It's not necessarily magic. Right. I mean, it's a bit magical, but all that. But it's, so, it's sci-fi as well. Yeah, it's sci-fi magic. So I feel like that might, that might be if they're sort of using that avenue into Doctor Strange. Which I can't say I'm 100%, I'm 100% behind. Just, I, I prefer my Doctor Strange to be weird and mystical and Steve Ditko yeah. and just... Well, know, Jim Starlin's like, type stuff, yeah. Yeah, just like crazy shit. Right. But, um, you know, they, they got, they, I guess they have to package it some way. Uh, who plays Doctor Strange in your world? I have such a problem with this. I would have said, like, Timothy, six Timothy, years ago... Timothy Dalton. Fuck, Timothy Dalton's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually I'm interrupting say, the shit out of you. So, <laughs> so Flixus cool. listeners, sorry about that. Hey, you know, this is... I, I don't know if any of our listeners are going to be here because we haven't made a single rape joke. So they're just... They, they were bored five minutes into this because we I didn't I thought talk. you were going to make one when you said... Um, I forgot what you were saying, but I was like, motherfucker's going to make a rape joke on Geekscape. <laughs> Motherfucker, then I'm going to have to rape him. <laughs> you know there's a rape chamber. There's a rape chamber in Geekscape? Or just Geekscape? We're in it. Oh. Yeah, it's a little late to figure that one out. Oh, shit. <laughs> so the water starts rising. Oh, God. I can't run in fa- as fast in water. <laughs> um, interruption aside, who do you get for Doctor Strange? I would have said Robert Downey Jr. Uh, before Iron Man happened. Right. And then he got cast as Tony Stark, and that turns out do to you be... Ma- I mean, I said Timothy Dalton. I was being a little bit facetious, but... Do you go for an older range, Doctor Strange, knowing that he may not just... If he gets his own movie, he's probably going to hit one. Mm-hmm. Like, because he is a bit of an outside character. Yeah. And, you know, wh- who, who do you get to play him? I've, I, I agree with you. He needs to be a little bit on the older side. Just because, you know, he's this guy who's a surgeon. You know, he's the, this incredibly gifted surgeon. Even if he's a young, incredibly gifted surgeon, motherfucker's at least, like, 30, 35. Right. But, I, you know, I feel like it would make sense of him kind of... Which makes him younger than Jeremy Renner. That's true. And Robert Downey Jr. So who do you get? That's true. God, Doctor Strange is a Doctor Strange's heart is a tough nut to crack in terms of casting. Hank Pym. The other rumor is that in Iron Man three, you're going to get the introduction Ant Man after the credits. Yeah, with Radio. Obviously, it might be Scott Lang. It might be Hank Pym. Who do you get for for Hank Pym, Scott Lang? 
I mean, the internet wants Nathan Fillion to do it. They, they want but, Nathan Fillion to play fucking everything. Yeah, and, and, and that is why we everything. think you're sad. Yeah. That is why we think that you, Weed and Knights, are sad. We love Nathan Fillion. You know what he's good at? Castle. Let him be Castle. Leave him alone. Mm. Um, I think Nathan Fillion, there is a role for him somewhere in the Marvel Universe. I don't know if Scott Lang is it. I've, I've always wanted to see him play um, Clay Quartermain, you know, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a really good fit for him. I've got a Hank Pym. Who's your Hank Pym? He's my, been my Hank Pym for years. You geekscapists who know and have seen our Avengers casting articles know who he is. He is older. He's older than... He's about Robert Downey Jr.'s age. Mm-hmm. But you'd believe that he's a scientist. And then if you, if you get the original incarnation of his relationship with, Black, with um, the Wasp, and that she's younger than him, mm-hmm. he's a perfect age. Lay it on me. Greg Kinnear. Fuck, he'd be a really good Hank Pym. I don't fuck around on Geekscape, all right? Yeah, that is... I don't that fuck is... around. This, is not, this rape chamber is not for fucking around. It's for fucking violently. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this, is, this is the Geekscape. What do yeah. you think? That's good. That's really good. Cerebral. I'm more... Dark. I've always wanted for Ant-Man. I've been crossing my fucking fingers that um, Edgar Wright's Ant-Man is going to be... Simon Pegg. Geeks, oh. Geekscape friend Simon Pegg. Well, I mean, that, that would also be awesome. But I really want it to be the Eric O'Grady version of the character. Of course. Because he's just, he's, he's, got such attitude. A, he's such an asshole. Mm-hmm. And that would work, I feel like that would work so perfectly for, uh, for Edgar Wright's wheelhouse. Yeah. And I just want to see them try to fit a guy whose whole MO is peeping on superheroes <laughs> and just <laughs> fucking people on his best friend's grave. He's like checking out Scarlet Witch. Or, uh, Scarlet uh, Johansson. Scarlet Johansson. I mean, he's just, his... like, it, it's perfect. He's doing what everyone else in the audience wants to do. Right. So you might as well just like go with that. Yeah. And... He's the anti-hero. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not even he's, a hero. Doesn't even get into his description. Yeah, like he, he if he helps people, it's completely by accident. Right. And nowadays they've, I'm I'm, I'm kind of unhappy. They've made him more of a sympathetic character these days. Like he's in, he was on Secret Avengers and actually being a hero. And it's like what? Secret Avengers, they fucking caved his head in on Secret Avengers. Supposedly he came back. He, he came back, but is he a is he back or is he one of these? He's uh, like one of these whatever the fuck those things robot are. Things. Yeah. Um. In closing on the Wonder Woman Origins thing, the one bright spot is that Alan Heinberg's involved. I'm, I'm cool with that. Alan Heinberg, if you guys haven't read Alan Heinberg's Young Avengers, it's fantastic. Fucking, it's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. Book, so. yeah. Probably the best teen book I've seen next to Runaways, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn would be great in TV again. Um, so, let's close this up, because I know you've got to go somewhere, and this is Geek's Game, we can't run forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloud Atlas, is it going to be a mess? I new, think new trailer just came out, Cloud Atlas. What's, what? I think it's going to be a mess, but whether or not it's going to be an interesting mess is still up in the air. Like this, uh, this movie is not going to be in the middle. Like you're not going. I don't think anyone's going to walk out of Cloud Atlas going, "Yeah, that was that was a movie." Yeah, it happened. Yeah, I, 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 there's Hugh Grant in in the war makeup. <laughs> you're doing Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hired by Hugh Grant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just watched that episode of uh, a Louis with Jay Leno, so now that's all I'm thinking about. Um, <laughs> Howard Stern just makes fun of him in that voice, so I, <laughs> that's all I can think of. But uh, fuck, what were we talking about? We were talking about Cloud Atlas being right, a mess. Cloud Atlas. Yeah, it's gonna, it's it's gonna be either just like the big astounding picture that everyone kind of looks at it and says, "Wow, that could be that sort of yeah. thing," and it's gonna you know change our you know go. sneaks in and then turns into an Oscar contender. Yeah, be like an Oscar contender. You know, sweeps all sorts of. Acting awards for all these guys that are playing like fifteen roles, right. including including Hugo Weaving. You Weaving is a Korean. Right. Every time I see that picture of him, I kind of like, I, right. I, I like it. Just just give him the Fu Manchu beard and have him go. Oh, me so jolly. Oh, get all racist. Yeah, just yeah. like go full on, full on racist.
what's more likely is it's just going to be this gigantic mess that will just be terrible. But interesting. But interesting to watch because it, it'll be like... Um, the last two Matrixes. Exactly. I was going to say Southland Tales. Southland Tales. I, I, I don't care. I love Southland You're Tales. You're out of your fucking mind. I am. That's, that's absolutely. probably two and a half hours that is some of the most painful two and a half hours. Been a it is a dreadful space. movie, but it just, it shoots so spectacularly high and crashes so miserably. Like, to the point where you're not even like, oh, well, at least they tried. You're just sitting there going, oh, God, just stop punching him right. in the head. He's dead. Right. So I got to... I mean, it's a movie. You're right. Sean, I mean, you, you got to yeah. give it to Richard Kelly. He yeah. fucking went for it. You know, it's You're a movie. You're absolutely right. Cars had sex, and You're Sean Williams right. got touched himself and made an ice cream van float. You're absolutely right. Like, what the fuck happened with that movie? And you got to give it to Richard Kelly. He's like, you know what? If I get a, if I get a freebie after Donnie Darko, I'm just yeah. fucking cutting and running. He made an insane movie. Yeah. He, I don't think he's ever going to make a mo- like a movie as popular as Donnie Darko again. But fuck, he went for it. Yeah, and now we got Tom Tickver and uh, and the Wachowski siblings, and uh, Tom Tickver is somebody who, like, when he did um, when he did Run Little Run, that's I was an like, amazing. This guy movie. has a fucking career ahead of him. Yeah, and Prince, then he didn't Princess really and the Warrior, I really that. like. Princess and the Warrior, I really like. The Continental is that his movie with the guy with um, with uh, did he do that movie? The Continental. It had um, what's his name? Oh, fuck, uh, I can't remember this movie. It had. Um, I'm blanking on both their names, and they're both major stars. Hmm. Um, the Continental had uh, she was married to fucking Tom Cruise. What was her name? Um, Katie Holmes. No, for or the first the one, real Nicole one. Kidman. Nicole Kidman, the one who voluntarily and they married him. Okay. Uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, Clive Owen. Oh right, that that wasn't the Continental. And what's it called? Um, the International. Was, was the International. The International. Something like that. I just remember Fuck. watching that movie, and he put the camera everywhere and like overcovered his scenes, and I was like, "Who made this movie? Oh, Tom Tickford. There he is. Yeah. This movie." Um, Again, I agree with you. If you're going to see a mess, at least you're seeing their glorious mess. Exactly, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome to see on a giant screen. Like I hope they do an IMAX release just to see everything that's going insane on it. Even though it's obvious, I don't shot in IMAX. I just I want to see this at like the Cinerama Dome at um, at the, the, the Arc Light. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, uh, Toronto's going on right now. We have a review of The Master going up on the website. Uh, Tyson Brewer wrote it for us, our awesome little friend, Tyson Brewer in Toronto. Um, we're going to keep you guys up to date with all that news. We've got Kamikaze next weekend. we got Kamikaze. Uh, we're going to be doing that. That'll be fun. we got some panels. We're, we have booth number 1148. Uh, if you guys want some uh, one-sheets from... Sinister, we're going to have some original one-sheets from Sinister to hand you. Compliments of Flixist and Geekscape. What, what? If you love Alice Katz as much as I love Alice Katz, you can check them out more at Flixist.com. They've got their own podcast. They've got articles. Uh, subscribe co- to their RSS feed. Subscribe to them on Twitter and Our Facebook. podcast is called The Flixist Show. We're on iTunes. We've got an, an app on the Amazon Android store. Um, and it's just an hour a week of people shouting nonsense and <laughs> reading and reading erotic fan fiction about yeah. me and my friends. They've got a fan in Europe who writes erotic fan fiction about them and they literally do a dramatic reading of it every week. Every week, every week. <laughs> he keeps fucking writing them so we keep fucking reading so them. So big big yanks, thanks for not fucking writing that shit about me. I guess it'll do be it, coming, do it, do it, it'll do probably it, do be it. coming from Frank Sanders in Long Island if it comes <laughs> Um Guys, this is Geekscape, of course. I'm Jonathan London. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jonathan London. On Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, search for Geekscape. You'll find us. Geekscape.net is where we hang our hats. That's where we hang out. Uh, And again, Kamikaze next weekend.
come check us out. Booth 1148. Alex will drop by here and there. We're going to be giving out those uh, Sinister One Sheets. And uh, hopefully we can get a bigger screening room so that we can sell more tickets to you guys and have a party on uh, September 24th when we premiere Sinister here in L.A. two weeks before the real deal hits theaters everywhere. Uh, this is the Geekscape Podcast. You guys have been awesome. Alex, say goodbye. Say goodbye. It's great time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you guys next time. Help me. <laughs>